You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. I am now about to speak with a lexicographer. He's from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. His name is Peter Sokolovsky. He knows words, and he is about to use some of them while talking to me. I am very eager to speak to Peter Sokolovsky. There's so many questions I have that I would like to understand. First of all, it, it seems to me that we have a lot of slang and street words today. Is that what goes into a new dictionary? Well, that's what's always been in the dictionary. Uh, and the simple fact is that for informal language, uh, which traditionally had been spoken before it was ever written, uh, that kind of language wasn't often found in uh, dictionaries. More recently, because informal language is frequently written before it's spoken, and by that I mean uh, because of social media, because of posting uh, on, uh, in, in, on, on Twitter or Facebook or also texting. So some of those texting abbreviations like LOL, for example, um, have made it into the dictionary because they're frequently found in print. Okay. Did you yourself, because you are the editor, I mean, I'm so impressed. I haven't made, <laughs> meant, <laughs> I haven't spoken to a dictionary editor in a long time. Did you yourself ever, growing up, screw up a word? <laughs> All the time, of course. What do you screw um, up? How could you screw up a word? Oh, I think we all do. The fact is, I mean, we are human and language is a human instrument. And so it bends and is flexible. And, you know, you can, you know, as children do, kind of misinterpret or, or uh, uh, maybe miscategorize uh, or maybe even mispronounce a word. And that happens all the time. And we still get through. We still communicate. Um, the dictionary represents the kind of standard uh, pronunciation, the standard spelling, the conventions of language. But, of course, language is much bigger than what can fit in a dictionary. How do you become a dictionary editor? Where did you go to school? <laughs> How did you learn? How does this happen? <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't deliberate. Um, some, uh, I never knew this was a job, uh, in fact. But I was uh, on my way to becoming a professor of French. I was teaching French at the University of Massachusetts. And uh, I had studied French grammar and language, but also philosophy and literature. And so all of that uh, is kind of an intense study of language when you when you think about it. And so I came to the to the to Merriam-Webster as the initially the French language editor. Um, and I was well prepared for that. And it turns out, of course, that kind of attention paid to language uh, really pays off when looking at English words as well. So I've been here now 29 years. My God. So if I were to ask you in my gracious way, have you ever screwed up a word yourself? <laughs> of course, of course. Do, do you remember what? 
Oh my goodness. Um, uh, well, I actually do. I mean, it's a, it's a silly little thing, but I also record our word of the day podcast, which you can get as an email or you can listen as a podcast. And what's nice about listening, and I know that classrooms listen, they can hear the words pronounced and they hear a little two minute history of the word. And I once recorded the entire word. Um, and the, and uh, I was then told by a colleague that I had mispronounced the word every time I said it in, <laughs> in the podcast. Um, so and pleased. It, yeah, it was just a silly little thing. But I had, uh, you know, it was a word that and sometimes I get interference. In this case, it's a word that's very common in French and very uncommon in English. And I had been using a French kind of style pronunciation for the word. The word was quotidian. Uh, and I was saying quotidian. <laughs> so that, so ah, I, had to, I, had to, I ah. had to re-record. <laughs> How often do we redo a dictionary? Well, the, uh, the Collegiate Dictionary, Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary, traditionally has a new edition every 10 years. But the fact is the online dictionary at merriam is updated continuously. We, we make updates two or three times a year with many hundreds of changes each time. Um, and if we ever find an error or find something that is uh, important to fix, uh, we make that uh, adjustment immediately because online it's, it's different from print. We can make those changes more quickly. And in, in some ways, the dictionary responds uh, faster today than it ever has. What's an error? How can the dictionary make an error? We always <laughs> look at the dictionary to correct us. How does the dictionary make an error? Oh, sure. I mean, there are occasionally just typos, of course, but then there are other things. Um, for example, new research can show uh, information. So, for example, we give the date of the first known use of every word in the dictionary. Uh, and sometimes new research shows, for example, an earlier date. So we'll go in and change that date, for example. Give me some new words besides the, the, the schleppy words that they're using, like woke and some mm -hmm. of the other dumb thing. What are, what are some new words? Well, there have been some new words uh, that, for example, that come as a consequence of the pandemic. We have new entries for false negative and false positive and booster dose. And those are all things that uh, really didn't have to be in the dictionary until recently. Subvariant as well as a, as a kind of uh, term for the disease. But also um, altcoin and unbanked. Shrinkflation is a term that we heard it's a lot. It's what? Shrinkflation? Yeah, shrinkflation, which is the practice of reducing a product's amount or volume per unit while continuing to offer the product at the same price. So, for example, if, there's a, a, uh, if, you, if your cereal box is the same price but actually contains less cereal, that's called shrinkflation. <laughs> Listen, I'm not exactly stupid. I've been at the New York Post for 41 years. I have never heard the words shrinkflation. I heard the words the, it, the price went down or it's too cheap sure. or something like shrinkflation. What, what are some other old, tired, overused words that maybe you're getting rid of? Oh, no. Well, we don't we don't retire words. And that's the nice thing is that, um, you know, uh, words in the dictionary ha sort of have to stick around. They have to stay because if it was used, for example, in a book or an article, um, even 40 or 50 years ago, someone might may be reading that book or article and it, it will be useful. So uh, the dictionary online is no longer um, limited by space. So we don't have to remove words as we used to do. Um, and it is true that for the collegiate, uh, we had to save space. Uh, and uh, a word, for example, once that was removed was the word snollygoster, which is kind of a fun word. I never um, heard that word in my entire whole life. Say it again. 
a snollygoster. And it, it's such a fun word. In fact, it's kind of come back in vogue, and we've replaced it. We've put it back into the online dictionary. It was famously used by President Truman, uh, who was widely quoted saying it, and then sort of fell out of favor and has kind of snuck back, I think partly because it's a fun word to say. That's a lousy Michigan-type word. I mean, nobody in a, in a real city would use that word. Well, <laughs> what was he, in what context was he using snollygoster? Maybe when he looked at his uh, wife or something. Well, snollygoster, it means a, a, an unscrupulous person, and uh, he was referring to a journalist, <laughs> since you asked. Oh, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get rid of you if you how dare you. Okay, okay, okay. With all the foreigners coming in and mixing into our country, does that not change the wordage that we're using? Uh, it can, uh, but certainly English has always been kind of a magpie of of uh, of languages. We've always taken in words, especially for example, food words that come from other cuisines. The word cuisine itself, of course, is a French word. Um, and so words for foods uh, are among the new words, and they tend to be foreign words, uh, words from um, from Spanish, but also from Korean or Vietnamese, you know, different different types. In um, recent uh, months, we've added the term banh mi, which is a kind of Vietnamese sandwich, which is very popular uh, in, in the West Coast, for example. So that term, which is a, a obviously a Vietnamese language term, has come into English and has become a naturalized citizen of the language. But, of course, you know, the Norman Conquest back in 1066 brought in, uh, you know, a whole new vocabulary for the English language, including the words vocabulary and language. So um, immigration has always been part of the way that English works as a language. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.